welcome to another episode of Becoming Entrepreneurs. I am one of your hosts, Beto, and as always, we have Juan as well. On today's show, we wanted to get into a topic that uh, is no secret that I'm a huge fan of because I bring it up all the time and I will forever bring it up all the time. And that is the Toyota production system, otherwise known as TPS, otherwise known as lean manufacturing, and otherwise known as just-in-time or JIT. So if you've heard any of those terms, they're all talking about one and the same. They're all talking about the Toyota production system. And uh, as you can guess, huh? I was going to say, and indirectly, also known as Scrum for any IT people. Scrum, uh, Kanban, um, just Agile in general. A lot of these things have uh, their root roots in the Toyota production system. Yeah. Um, and that's really how I got introduced to it was through IT and in trying to improve our processes there and, and utilizing Agile and, and eventually focusing down into Scrum. Uh, it made me want to research more on the process and, and where it all got started. And that is a Toyota production system. So at I wanted to give you guys a little more or a full show topic on it because I bring it up so much that I wanted to explain it a little bit further. I mean, it's a, it's a massive topic and there's a lot to talk about when it comes to TPS and a lot to learn. And But I don't want to get too technical either. So I, I, I wanted to give you guys a good solid primer on what exactly it is and what the philosophy as a whole entails. So just to give you a little bit of a summary... In short, TPS is the idea to be able to provide the customer with the highest quality vehicles at the lowest possible cost in a timely manner with the shortest possible lead times, right? And it's also to provide members, the, the people building it, with work satisfaction, with job security, fair treatment. It gives the company flexibility to respond to the market and then to achieve profits through cost reduction activities and long-term prosperity. So that's in a nutshell what it is. Uh, now, when we get deeper into it, we realize that what ultimately they're trying to achieve is, and the, one of the reasons it's called also just in time, is that they're only using what is needed when it's needed. Um, so they're trying to reduce as much waste as possible in both time and materials. Uh, so they're, uh, they're not trying to keep any kind of huge inventory. Um, basically what, what they do with, uh, as far as when parts are needed with Toyota is they keep very smart, small stockpiles of the, the different parts that are needed and new parts are created as those parts are used. So within the, production process you know if they take uh, you know and just talking in, in big terms if they take an engine from the stockpile to use in a car at that moment is when they'll create or manufacture another engine to replace that right so they're keeping very small small stockpiles and the second big point with the toyota production system is that they're always trying to continuously improve their processes to reduce movement and to reduce uh, make it more streamlined make it uh more efficient and and reduce uh you know quote unquote bugs or defects that are going out of the assembly line um 
there's a lot of advantages to uh, using the Toyota production system. Uh, the biggest one, like I mentioned, is reducing waste. Um, so what that means is, uh, like as a car manufacturer, if you're if you're if you're if you build a lot of inventory of mufflers, and as you're building uh, uh, manufacturing these cars, you know the market takes a dump, and now you can't sell vehicles, so you're not having to produce more. What are you going to do with those stockpiles? Yeah, right. And what actually, I mean, that's kind of exactly where the TPS came from. Where uh, after World War II, they kind of had a they, they didn't have that many materials, so they had to find companies had to find a way to stay in business without uh, having the resources to stay in business. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where he developed that Toyota production system of the minimal uh, inventory on hand. Yeah. And, and along with reducing the inventory, what else, uh, what else does that end up reducing just naturally is inventory space that's needed to keep that um, warehousing, uh, real estate that costs money. Right. Yeah. So if you're having to house these huge warehouses of of uh, backlogged uh, inventory, it's costing you money for it. one is you have to manufacture it. So that's salaries and materials wasted. And then two, you're having to store it. So that's real estate space wasted as well. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's just getting get. So start thinking about uh, as you're building your business uh, of not falling into that trap that I, I, a lot of, uh, at least back then, car manufacturers were falling into. Um, another huge point with Toyota production system is that the, the, uh, the, they're always trying to fix issues quickly um, so that F, uh, defects don't go out from the production line. Um, and what they're trying to do with that is uh, two things, really, is they're trying to improve the quality of the vehicles that they're putting out. And they're also uh, trying to reduce the number of the people coming back to get those issues fixed. Right. Yeah. Where a lot of manufacturing, sometimes they'll like let the defects go and they'll just figure we'll fix them later. Yeah, so this was a research that was actually done on Toyota with I think uh, I think the other I forgot the other car brand that was done where uh, Toyota was producing cars at a faster rate with less defects coming back than the other car companies, and that was basically because, as you said, when Toyota notices an issue, they don't they fix it right there on the spot. Uh, from what I've heard from Toyota managers, production stops if there's an yes. issue on the line. And uh, everybody concentrates on fixing the issue so that it's fixed on the spot and it doesn't reoccur. Um, and this was one thing that we've talked about before on um, other books we've read where research has been done that if you don't fix something on the spot, it takes you, I think they said, 24 times longer to fix it afterwards. Yep. So that, that's what uh, Toyota's doing right now. They, they fix it on the spot. They, they, they put it out quicker and they don't have to waste time trying to fix it later. Yeah, and and that that kind of segues me into the the next thing, which uh, yeah. So when it, uh, when an issue occurs, they like Juan said, they completely stop production. I mean, they just completely stop everything they're they're doing, and they essentially swarm on the issue. So they take the entire team off the production line, and let's all go look at this issue that we're having or this defect that seems to be coming out, 
and let's tackle it as a team and let's not move anything else forward until that issue is fixed. Um, and, and, and that's huge because you start getting people involved that might not normally be involved in, in fixing that issue. Um, so you get a lot of heads on it. You, you fix the issue. Now you don't have to worry about it later. And only at the point when that issue is fixed is when you start production again. Um, and with figuring out issues, uh, another huge thing that everybody can apply to whatever their business is, uh, immediately is they use what's called the five whys to help determine uh, the root cause of an issue. And it's it's as simple as it sounds. It's it, when whenever you encounter some kind of issue, whether in manufacturing or in your business processes, um, is just to ask why five times uh, at minimum. Uh, so if, if once you determine uh, there, there's some kind of issue, you, you ask why, why did that happen? And you're, you're gonna come up with an answer and then you you keep asking why why did why did that you know why is that yeah uh, and you ask you know, it five times probably you like to. you know they find an engine not working why well the pistons aren't firing correctly why well because this pin seems to be the issue right here why so then they they narrow it down to okay we need to figure out where this pin is being made and why it's defective exactly um. Did you have anything else? <laughs> yeah. So one yeah. of the things I really love about the Toyota production system man, is that they rely on their employees and it's they don't fucking fake it. So that's one thing. I've worked with uh, several companies who always say, hey, we have an open door policy. All the employees can come in here, give us ideas or, or let us know where we can improve, but they don't do shit with it, right? Uh, the Toyota production system is uh, they pride themselves on being a company where everybody has a voice. And whenever there's issues, um, any employee, any employee can come and bring it to their attention and they will stop and they will concentrate on how to improve that issue. They understand that their employees, the guys who are actually creating these engines or these tires or whatever it is, they know more than the manager that's overwatching. They know more about the process. They know more about the intricate details and they truly listen to employees. And this is how they improve a lot of their products and how they keep their products uh, from be, from coming back with so many defects. Um, and in that same example, the other thing that, that people need to learn or can learn from the Toyota production system is they're running a business is they work very closely with their partners to kind of uh, partner up in that Toyota production system with their partners as well, because that allows Toyota, Toyota production system to work um, efficiently on the spot as we're talking about. So, you know, if, if their partners are also using the Toyota production system, then they Toyota is able to get the products they need when they need it. And so Toyota doesn't just streamline their TPS in their company. They use partners that use it as well. So that the entire process from getting their tires, from getting, you know, their seats made, wherever they get those made, wherever they get their seat belts made, all that kind of stuff all works together to create one Toyota car. You know, when uh, somebody says they have an open door policy, it means they don't have an open door policy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that, that's true. Like how many times I've worked for three different companies that say like, hey, we have an open door policy. And then if you bring issues, 
they, they, they acknowledge your issue, but nothing's ever done about it. Where in the Toyota production system, they pride themselves in solving uh, employee issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, I, I've always found that if you have the need to say you are something or you do something, it's because you probably don't do it. Yeah. But you want people to have the perception. It's uh, We used to joke about this um, when I worked for DOD in the office. We used to joke all the time uh, when that, you know, when people say, uh, I'm not trying to be a dick, but or yeah, I'm not trying to be an asshole. But usually yeah. if they're prefacing that, uh, they're, whatever they're going to say with that is because they're about to be an asshole. Yep. So. Uh, and and we uh, it's the same thing for like an uh, open door policy. If you if you have to make it a point to tell your employees that you have an open door policy, you probably need to evaluate yourself because that means you likely don't have an open door policy. Yeah, if you if you have to convince people that you that you are something, then you're probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't go around uh, telling people I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> I am an entrepreneur. Except on the show, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's a, a, I mean, just what I want everybody to, to take away from, from uh, the Toyota production system. Uh, one of the biggest, biggest things is what they refer to as Kaizen. And that is in English, it, it just means continuous improvement. And it means uh, always identify just, continuously identifying issues and continuously trying to get better um, at whatever it is you're, you're doing, whether it's, it's a manufacturing, whether it's a business process, uh, whether you're in sales is you're never going to be perfect. And if you think you are perfect already and you don't need to improve, uh, you're, you're probably not that great to begin yeah. with and you're never going to get any better. Yeah. You know, nobody's perfect. Yeah, I like to say that if you're not improving, you're dying. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that that's one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things uh, for me with Toyota Production System is that they're always uh, striving to achieve what they refer to as true north, which you're never going to get there. You're just constantly pivoting, constantly uh, reorienting yourself to try to achieve true north, but you're never going to get there. And but that's a good thing. I mean, that that is because uh, it, it, it always keeps you on your toes. It always keeps you improving. Yeah, I think um, um, I think one way uh, that people can improve the Toyota production system is maybe calling it something else and saying it came from Toyota because it's a little bit of a misnomer because people think, oh, Toyota uses it. What people don't understand is that many, 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 many major businesses use the Toyota production system or a variant of that they created off the Toyota production system. We're talking about, you know, like Boeing and Dell and all these people use some variant of the Toyota production system. Some Most software IT. development, software development, huge corporations within yep. uh, Google and, and Facebook. And they, they all use, you know, some variant of agile software development, which is just another derivative of the Toyota production system. Exactly. So all I'm trying to say is if these giant companies have taken their time to research uh, TPS and to try to use it in their own company, you know, that should let us little people know that if we want to make it to those uh, to those heights, 
the Toyota production system something you really got to look into and try to implement in your business? So you, you might be asking yourself, yeah, there's all this, uh, you know, bullshit that Juan and Beto have been talking about, and it, <laughs> it, it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. But so you might be asking yourself, how do I do this now? How do I implement this now or any part of it? Uh, so in terms of uh, myself and building my companies, and let's maybe even go more specifically to like my home construction business. Uh, I implemented uh, Kanban in my in my home production business, uh, and 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 Kanban is just a, a part of the just in time production system. It's it's a very uh, linear, streamlined process uh, of only again only ordering what you need when you need it. So I streamlined my building process into a series of tasks. So. I don't know what I'm at now. Like there's like 350 steps uh, that I take from the time I identify a lot, an empty vacant lot that I want to build on from the time I identify it through the purchasing process, through the permitting process, through the building process, through selling it, it there's about 350 steps. So I've taken those, made them a little more of a linear process implemented those into my Kanban boards. Uh, so a software that's free out there that you guys can use uh, it, it, to, to implement Kanban is called Trello. Uh, and you can use it for free uh, to a certain extent. Uh, and it really helps. Uh, and, and with Kanban, just to simplify it, in its most basic form, you have uh, three buckets where you keep your tasks in. There's going to be the to-do which is all your, your backlog, everything that you know that has to be done for that particular project. You have your doing, which is what you're currently working on, and then you have your done. It's three simple buckets, and one of the... It's a very simple way to do it, and you just got to remember to keep just one task. You can We talked about before not being able to multitask, right? Just as, as people, it's, it's a myth. Uh, just focus on one thing at a time and you're doing. Um, and if you don't think multitasking is a myth, just think about what you do when you're trying to find a street and you have the music on. <laughs> you always turn the radio down because you cannot listen to music and look for a street at the same time. Yep. Um, so so that's one thing that you can implement right away is uh, just trying to identify and organizing your tasks into to do, doing, done. Right. Um, the other thing that you can en uh, enact right away in from T that comes from TPS is just entrusting your employees with more responsibility um, to find and fix any errors or any inefficiencies in, again, either your, your production processes or your business processes and stopping production. You know, when you identify there's something wrong with one of your business processes, stop everything. And fix it now because you're going to gain way more on the back end by fixing it now than trying to fix all those little bits later when they come back, you know, to bite you in your ass. Yeah. And like um, we said, this isn't our opinion. This is actually backed by research that if you don't fix something, uh, even even something as simple as you're writing a report and you have spelling errors, if you don't fix them at right there. And you wait till you go back to, to try to find the spelling errors, you will take 
like at least 20 times longer to fix that report than you would have if you did it at that time. So it, it really does save you a lot of time. Yeah. So learn, learn to swarm that issue with, with your team. Just stop, swarm on it. Just everybody go tackle that issue together. Stop the production line. Uh, determine what the issue is, reassess, and then restart. And you'll never have to think about that issue ever again. Uh, so those, those to me, those are the, the, the two biggest things that, that you can implement now of the TPS philosophy. Do you have any, uh, Juan, you think that, you know, in, in your opinion that somebody can implement now? So I, I first I was going to talk a little bit about the, um, the living in the now. Uh, you kind of touched on that, so I don't want to rehash it too much, but that's something that I constantly have to talk myself uh, about. You know, whenever I start thinking about my business and the future and, you know, OK, what if we run into this problem? I have to kind of pull myself back and go, look, right now we're concentrating on this. Let's execute this perfectly and then we'll figure out where it takes us and we can pivot from there. So I, have, I always have to remind myself of that. Uh, and that came from the Toyota production system of you got you concentrate on right now. Don't don't worry about what's happening next. Um, the one thing that I have implemented in my business uh, these last two weeks is um uh, for our other podcast, uh, uh, Bare Knuckle Podcast, we've had people that have come up to us and want to become contributors. And these people seem to uh, be a little shy about, you know, maybe giving us uh, uh, ideas or input. And so I've been trying to get them to open up and, say, you know, let them know that we're a team. I'm going to listen to you as much as I listen to our other partners that started the whole podcast. Like, you guys bring in fresh ideas that maybe we haven't thought about. So... It, it in that kind of situation, I I'm just like uh, the Toyota production system and Toyota production managers that I welcome everybody's opinions and everybody's opinions will be taken seriously, no matter how low in the totem pole they are or how I, I mean there, we even we got a guy who doesn't know anything about fighting but he does uh, uh, media stuff. Even if he were to come up with something that about that has to do with fighting, I would listen to him just because you never know who's going to bring you that fresh idea that takes you over the top, man. Like I said, these guys are out there doing it. These guys are watching fights. These guys are watching other podcasts. They know they know a lot. So that's what I'm trying to implement right now in my uh, with my team. Uh, and uh, uh, remember, guys, that the uh, I we always talk about uh, there's other industries that you can tap into for for ideas to implement in in your own business. So I know you know you hear Toyota production system it maybe turns you off and you start thinking, well, all I'm trying to do is build butt plugs. No, I'm just <laughs> take that out. So, you know, you hear to the production system and you start thinking, well, that doesn't apply to me. You know, I'm just trying to mow lawns for a living. I'm trying to build a landscaping company. What the fuck does car manufacturing have to do with me? But, it's it's more the philosophies and, and and there's trust me there's things you can implement from this system to make your processes better. Um, so I would strongly advise you guys to get more familiar with the Toyota production system. Go research it. Uh, there's a lot of great books out there um, that you that you can read um, that'll give you like a good solid background on TPS. And if you keep an open mind, trust me, it'll start spinning the wheels in your mind of how can I implement that within my business uh, to make it better? 
So if, if anything, j- just the Kaizen alone, the continuous improvement is huge for any business. Um, and uh, I guess with that, uh, guys, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we do appreciate your support. Please rate our podcast uh, if you listen to us, uh, whatever your platform of choice is. Um, not to pull a Kevin here, but... <laughs> uh, wait, what was it that you said yesterday? You, you made a suggestion on... That instead of saying, please rate, just say, hey, if you enjoyed the content today, please rate our podcast and let us know how we're doing. Hey, like, let you, let it, give them a reason to rate it. If you enjoyed uh, Juan's beard today, um, <laughs> you know, rate our podcast five stars, if you will. Um, we appreciate the support as always. Thank you guys. And we'll see you here manana. But they- <laughs>